Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Mother-in-Law Suite. Please forgive me, I didn't upload on Saturday, but I am uploading today, uh, Monday, at least, unless I can't edit it in time, it might come up on Tuesday, but um, I, uh, I've been working on some stuff, some, some projects, and uh, that has been taking up some of my time and uh, some of the time in which I would use usually record. Um, I was working on those, and uh, you guys will see that eventually, hopefully, hopefully soon. Um, I, I mentioned a little bit, maybe teased a little bit last episode of what's to come, but um, I'm not going to really talk on it too much more. But uh, it's gonna big moves. Big moves are coming. We 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 making we making plays, you know. So the king is in check, as one would say. <laughs> so things are things are going. Things are things are moving. Um, it's been a while since I put, did like a gym update. I've been, you know, I, I was going to the gym, and ever since I got my wisdom teeth out, I wasn't able to go um, for a while. But um, I ended up going today. I went a few times last week, twice, I think. Not very much. And I did a few out-home workouts, just some, like, sit-ups and, work, like, push-ups. And I have, like, a 40-pound weight that I was doing, like, um, like, hourglass squats with. And, uh, I, I ended up going today for the first time this week. I'm trying to go at least three to four times this week, I think. That's, that's the goal. If I don't make it in, though, I'm gonna do, like, at-home workouts like I was saying I did. Um, but since I got my wisdom teeth out, bro, the, uh, that liquid diet was killer. I like, I, I just couldn't eat. And then after I like was able to eat and uh, my, my like jaw stopped hurting and I had like, I could actually put pressure on my teeth and everything and I could close my teeth. Like I didn't have an appetite because for a week straight I was on like a liquid diet only. It was awful. It was horrible. Actually, I would like wake up. I would make like these peanut butter, Nutella and like yogurt with banana, um, shakes, like pro smoothies. And that was like the only good part about the day. The rest was like soups and I'm not like a soup eater. I, so I would eat like, like beef soup or like, uh, like cream of mushroom or cream of chicken and mushroom or like, what was like this, this cheddar soup that I would eat it was it was it was just it wasn't it wasn't fun and uh I don't like tomatoes that much but I I forced myself to eat tomato soup because I needed something different um it was just it was bad but whenever it was finally time for me to start eating like I just had no appetite and I still like my appetite's still pretty rough right now like I'll eat like a burger and like like a like a single a single burger like a, like a cheeseburger made at home or something and like I am full for like hours after that, and I like you know I'm not a small dude. I could eat. I used to be able to like eat two of those things, maybe three, you know. But um, you know, I went today and I stepped on the scale. And I was like down eleven pounds from two weeks ago, two to three weeks ago. I lost like eleven pounds that much just from like how little I've been eating, um, which is alarming, I guess. But I just uh, you know. <laughs> It is what it is, I guess. Um, as I, I'm eating now. I'm eating better than I have been, um, but still only like two times a day, I guess. I, I don't know. My eating, I just, my appetite's gone. Um, but that's, 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 that's that, I guess. But, you know, you know how it is. Um, Star Citizen is uh, taking up a lot of my life 
<laughs> right now i've been playing that game every day um i think i said that last podcast too and nothing's changed i am still playing that game it is actually it's i'm having a ton of fun um i can actually there's a little story that happened a little narrative that happened the other day which is really cool i had a ton of fun playing um so on the planet are on 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 like mining outposts there it's there it's called an armistice zone or anywhere you can like land your ship it's an armistice zone which means you can't shoot your weapons or you can't pull them out or anything like that um so whenever you land at a mining outpost to purchase minerals or materials and then like to cargo haul it you purchase that you load your ship up with it and then you fly your ship somewhere else with the materials on it and sell it somewhere um, for a higher price somewhere that maybe not have at, or may not have access to those materials specifically or something but anyways you you, you buy it and then you find somewhere to sell it at a higher price um, just like trading and um, since it's in an armistice zone people will sneak onto your ship and hold your ship hostage you'll you'll sit there and they'll sit there on your ship and then be like transfer me funds or I'm not getting off like give, give me money or I'm not getting off your ship um so then you give them money and of course they aren't going to get off your ship so so you sit there and and they're like okay give me more and then you're like no i gave you like as much as i would have make made from this run no like i'm not giving you more um anyways i i i i purchased stuff i purchased some materials and my elevator was i like came back to my ship there was a dude waiting on the landing pad right and i get i get to my ship and I'm standing on the elevator, or I I, 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 I raised the elevator before I went in, but I, I come back and I open the elevator and this dude's like running towards me. I'm like, please, dear God. And this elevator takes forever. And it takes forever after it after it comes down for it to go back up. So it, it comes down, I step on, and by this time, the guy's like right there. I press the retract, or I, I like go to press the retract button, but he's already on the elevator. So I stand in front of the button so he can't press it. And I'm looking at this guy. He's like, I'm like talking to him. I'm like, listen, man. I'm like, I, I will give you 2,000 UEC right now to get off this ship, which is nothing. This guy doesn't, he doesn't have a ship. He doesn't know how much money I'm going to make off this run. So I'm like, I'll give you 5,000 UEC to get off this ship. I'll give you 200, or, or not 200, but I'll give you 2,500 right now, and I'll give you 2,500 after you get off. He says, no, 5K. I'm like, no, 25 now, and then 25 after. And then I sent him 25 to get off. He's like, well, how do I know you're going to send the second part? And, um... <laughs> I, I, I say because I gave you the first and then he says okay and he looks at me he's like I don't know I'm like, I'm like get off my shit he says fine and he gets off and then he says like he says some voice like where's my where's my other 2500 and I look at him and I, cl I close the elevator and I get back in my ship and I'm like I ain't giving you 2500 what do you mean <laughs> you were trying to hold my ship hostage and I shouldn't have got off loser so the guy the guy was I, I kind of out pirated the pirate, which was kind of funny. <laughs> so that that happened, but at the same time, um, my friend was landing there too to spawn like a rover to put it in his truck or to put it in his um in his truck to put it in his Carrick, which is a massive cargo hauling ship, and it's like a like a troop transport thing's huge, um, and. The same kind of thing happened to him, but instead, like, he didn't close his ramp, so the person got on his ship and actually got in his rover and blew himself and my friend up by running him and the sh and the, the rover into, like, 
the pirate's ship, which is weird. So, so, so the pirate got on my friend's ship, got in my friend's rover, ran my friend over in his rover, <laughs> and then rammed his own ship. The pirate rammed his own ship. But then there was two pirates there, so the other one snuck on my friend's ship, and um, I think he ended up killing. It was no, since he got run over, he like my friend was like at, at, at Everest Harbor, which is like a station where he spawns. So I'm I'm going back to sell my load because nobody's on my ship. I'm trying to get out of there because I don't want these guys to blow me up. Um, so I I get on my ship. I, I fly it back. He spawns up at Everest Harbor. I get, I, he, he get, or spawns at Lorville. I mean, my, my bad. It's like on Hurston. He spawns in Lorville, this massive city, right? And, and that's where I'm headed to anyway. So I get, I get there, store my ship. I don't even sell the cargo yet. That's just going to wait on my ship until I'm ready. Um, and he gets in his, like one of his like small kind of drop ships or not. It's not necessarily a drop ship, but it's like a multi-role. It's called Cutlass Black. It's like a, uh, it's a pretty, it's pretty expendable. You are not expendable, but like, um, it's like a jack of all trades. You can do kind of whatever you want in that ship. It has an, it has like cargo space. So you can do cargo. It has like turrets and stuff. So you can like do like bounty hunting. It has like doors. It's like pretty maneuverable and fast. So you can do like bunker or ground missions with it. It's pretty cool. Um, anyways, he gets in that. And as, as cause, cause that guy still in the armistice zone with my friend's Carrick, mind you, my friend also has cargo on that ship. He like bought cargo. So there's 400k, 400 UE or 400,000 UEC of, of cargo on that ship. Borderline 500,000. Um, and this guy is not leaving the armistice zone because if he, he knows if he leaves, he's they're, they're like going to blow him up or something, right? So our, we have another friend there watching the Carrick, making sure he doesn't leave the armistice zone, right? Um the guy, the the friend that was watching it, he was in a retaliator, which is a, a, a bombing ship. It has like size nine missiles. These missiles are the size of a ship itself. The, the missiles are huge. One hit and you're done. Like no matter what ship you're in in the game, one hit from one of those, you're done. You're, you're just, you're, you're blown up. The ship's gone. Um, so he, he's kind of staring them down. And by this point, we've already loaded up, um, my friend, we already loaded up my loaded up on my friend's Cutlass Black, and um, we're flying in. So what happens is I get into the pilot seat. He's on like one of the doors because there's like side doors to this thing you can jump out of. Um, as my friend, as um, the the guy in the Retaliator, our our other friend is like kind of keeping this guy on the ground, like in his nose, like he's like kind of like in front of him, kind of backed him down into a corner on the on the planet. So the the Carrick's landed, but you can't get in via the the, the ramp or anything. So I fly in from above uh, with with the Cutlass, and I land real quick on the side of the ship, and my friend jumps out onto the landing bay because the Carrick's so big it has its own like hangar for like a personal Pisces it's like a small ship storage on the top so it has its own gravity wall so my friend jumps out of the of the cutlass onto the top of the ship so he can kind of get in there's an entrance on the top of the ship on the roof of the ship near the hangar as he does that I land the ship to the side and I run in the front. I can I get into the ramp before the guy takes off the ground. 
right? So, so, so my friend's coming in from the top. I landed the ship, the, the cutlass, and is coming in from the bottom. This ship has like four stories, right? So I run to the back elevator, the main elevator. It's in the cent it's like in the center of the of the ship, and it actually comes up to where the hangar is. And whenever it comes up, there's a little viewport to or it's not the hangar. It goes up to the um the uh cartography deck, right? So so it's like for like for like mapping stars and everything. Um you go up to that deck and that's where like the doors to the exit to the top of the ship are. There's like a little area up on the top of the ship like that that you can actually walk around on. Um and because it has like its own gravity generator on the outside up top there. And um you can actually go up and when you go up in that elevator there's like a window and um it shows out to the top of the ship out through the front front of the front of the just the front of the ship it's this massive like window and i come up i'm looking through that window and i can see this guy that stole the ship the pirate he has a gun pointed at my friend through the window leading outside so there's two windows one from the elevator into the small room like an airlock and then there's another window in that airlock leading to the outside to the front of the ship so i get out of the elevator he didn't hear me or didn't see me i get out of the elevator really quick before he turns around and i go down this side hallway as i'm coming down this side hallway um there's this there's a door that leads into the to the airlock my friend says bro he turned around he turned around he's not looking at me but he's looking back at the at the at the at the elevator where i came up from he saw the elevator is there now he's like wait a minute what's going on and at that moment i open the door and i lay into this guy with my p4ar it's like this like automatic rifle i lay into this dude and knock him dead knock him dead and we we, we got that ship with all that that like 500k worth of cargo we secured it back we took it back and we sold it it was sick like that game has so many different like like that's not scripted that was a player interaction that dude like kind of took over our ship and and we had to like bring it back because the dude flew so far away from the armistice zone that i was actually able to like 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 shoot it um so it was it was it was really neat I, I i had a like that was one of the coolest moments and most atmospheric moments i've had in that game and i wish i recorded it or something but like my friend was still on the front of the ship and he said he could see everything through the window it was sick it was so cool but that's like that's one of the few things that's been happening in there like um i actually i i upgraded my main ship to this it's a ship called the starfarer which is a fuel to fuel re refueling um so like if somebody runs out of like fuel mid quantum jump or is like needs hydrogen and they can't move or hydrogen fuel and they can't move anywhere and they can they they, they can't get back to a station or anything they would ask in chat say hey i need some help like i need some fuel or something so what I would do is I'd jump to them and I'd refuel them up and they'd pay me at obviously a higher price than what I bought to like bought the fuel at to sell. And you can like auto set it so it would be like um 10% higher or you can do like custom numbers so you can make it like you can make it like 30% higher, 50% higher, 100% higher prices than what it was before. So like if there's like, so like let's say there's a ship meet where a bunch of people are meeting on this one part or in this one moon or planet or something and we're all just kind of hanging out. If, if like someone's flying a big ship there, sometimes you run out of fuel in those things pretty quick because it's a big engine, big, big, 
big thrusters and sometimes they don't have the biggest tanks or they have massive tanks but they just burn fuel quick so if you if you go to one of those like events or like like player events or whatever um you can kind of sell your fuel at a higher price because people are probably going to need some um but i've been finding out with this most recent update they they made the uh the the hunger and thirst happen a bit quicker so i've been kind of like not necessarily role-playing in chat but advertising in chat that i'm like a mobile gas station like a mobile circle k or something and like i, I i'm like hey man if you or anybody if anybody needs gas um hit me up i uh, uh you get a free uh you get a free beverage and food item on purchase <laughs> right so they can because like it takes a while to like buy the, those kinds of things like the food and the drinks or sustenance in general because you have to like land at a station go inside find a cafe buy buy the buy the food eat the food buy a drink eat the or drink the drink and then you have to like buy extras and store them or something but some a lot of people don't buy extras so if you take so what i would do is like i'd take my multi-tool i'd drop the like food or something and then I'd pick it up with the multi-tool and I can like extend it out, which is like a tractor beam. I can extend it out towards their ship as they're refueling and they can like pick it up, open, like they can open up the door and pick it up. <laughs> it, it, it's just really cool. There's like so many different like ways that you can like make interactions really neat in that game. It's, and I've been having a ton of fun with it. Um, But that, uh, that's a, uh, I'll, I'll probably stop talking about Star Citizen now. There's only probably a select few of you that even care about that game in general. But it, that, I, that game's so much fun. I love it. Um, I did start watching the show. Well, before I start talking about the show, I started watching. I finished a show. I finished um, an anime called uh, March Comes In Like a Lion. Now, the, the show is not caught up to the, uh, to I guess, the manga. So there's like... 15 volumes in the manga and i think the show only got up to like volume like seven or something maybe a little less than that and so so it kind of ends on like this like cliffhanger so now i'm gonna have to i think i'm gonna have to read my first manga and i'm just gonna pick it off to where the anime left off and i i don't know how i feel about it i'm <laughs> i'm 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 excited and yet nervous because if i like it then it's gonna like that's going to be a lot of time that's going to take up a lot of my time and it's it's just it's something but um march comes in like a lion is about a shogi player a uh, professional shogi player who became a i think a like a, a rank c c1 when he was in middle school like he became a professional player and got rated like in middle school like at like the age of like 14 or something and um in the show he's like you see him between the ages of 17 and 18 and um it, it shows him going to high school but also working as a full-time shogi player so he's going to these tournaments and having to like um study as well for school and stuff and um it, it shows like the the strain it has on him but like it, it goes into much greater detail with the fact of like um like past childhood trauma and he was like kind of like taken in by a, like an uncle figure he wasn't actually his uncle but he was like a uh like his dad's best friend and his dad's best friend adopted him because his dad kind of died when he was young his parents both of his parents died when he was young so the guy who who adopted him was a was a professional shogi player and during that time like 
his dad also like his real father actually actually played shogi a lot with the with the uh with his best friend too so he, he was kind of always around them playing shogi so he always had an interest in it and he was pretty good at it too from the get-go but then whenever his dad died the his his best friend was like hey man like come live with us and you know we can uh oh we'll help you out you know and um so he adopts him and he kind of has this hard past but he, after a while like the, the kids he he becomes ends up being a, like a shogi shogi prodigy now if you don't know what shogi is it's like a uh it's japanese chess it's a bit more flushed out and it has a bit more um it has more pieces and more rules um which is kind of it's it's an it's a neat concept it's hard to play though really hard to get into um anyways the actual the guy his 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 adopted father his his actual children were like studying to become shogi players too but whenever he 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 invited ray or kirima or whatever you want to call him um into the family like adopted him like he just immediately outshone both of them in the in the in the world of shogi like he just beat them like he was just better than them and um became this toxic household because the kids like didn't know what to do they felt like ghosts in their own home kind of thing they they did they are or, or strangers in their own home because they like that was their that was their i guess legacy or something but he kind of stole it from them so so it kind of made them bitter and it was like really hard for him to accept that ray so he ended up moving out um on a, on his own and during that time while he was alone there was like one time i think he went out with some friends or something because like like after a tournament and they forced him to get like really drunk and the guy like couldn't get home and the hostess at the bar like helped him out she like took him home and like cleaned him up and um i think she was like 22 at the time and i think at the time he was like 17 or something but um she she takes him home cleans him up and everything and she has a family of her own but two sisters because her parents are dead so there's like a relation kind of there like like correlation i guess between these two characters like similar paths and stuff and it shows the it shows the uh, like the process of of this guy learning to open back up to a family and open up to to people like helping him out and accepting help even though he's kind of been on his own in his mind for a long time and it shows like all the hardships of him like losing matches and not being able to deal with loss because he's won kind of every match up to this point because he's starting to move up he like moved up from like c rank c3 to like c2 to c1 and now he's like at like b1 or something you know and it's like getting to the point to where like you have to like he, he has a bunch of these matches like rank deciding matches coming up and um if he, like when he loses one it's like it takes a toll on him and he he like kind of gets distanced and then he kind of realizes like they don't want him to distance himself because he feels like he's a burden sometimes so it's this really interesting like concept to see this like guy who's used to winning all the time like in shogi struggle with like other things because you'd think he's like this like perfect dude but he's not it's pretty cool it's a really interesting show i haven't really seen one like it um so i i would i would suggest that if you guys are into the animes or like like movies or shows or anything like that um before i get off the topic of anime there's another show that i wanted to mention that i'm watching too but um it's not an anime but before i get off of anime there's some other shows that i wanted to talk about too um 
there's a show called Spy Family that just came out recently, and that's pretty good. I thought I uh, there's like five episodes out as of recording. Um, it, it, it's pretty interesting. It's like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but like there's a kid that's a telepath. So so like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. If I, if I it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, but if I remember correctly, like um they're they're both spies you know and they neither of them know that they're spies and they kind of keep it secret from each other right that's that's the concept of the movie um in this in this in the show <laughs> this guy needs to like make a family to do this mission like uh like he has to have a daughter and a wife but like the daughter is a telepath like she she's telepathic so she can read minds so she knows he's a spy and then the mother he finds is an assassin <laughs> but but he doesn't know she's an assassin and she doesn't know that he's a, a spy but the daughter knows everything but they don't know that the daughter's a telepath so 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 it's this weird little like like triangle of just like who knows what and why they know and like them not telling and this these weird secrets but they're all just so oblivious that they can't figure it out it's really cool it's pretty it's a pretty funny show i've i've watched a few episodes and or i've watched all five and they're they're really good and um it's i uh, that one's a good suggestion too that's a pretty strong one um there's another one called a haran san if you've ever seen comey can't communicate it's like a slice of life it's a comedy kind of like whatever it's okay it's pretty good it's an interesting one though it's that one's like very anime that one's <laughs> so but you know um the only the only other one that i want that i need to say anything about is uh kaguya sama i it, love is war that's the new season that shows like my favorite show in the world like at their favorite anime i think like of all time almost and I'm, I, I, there's a new season out and I haven't watched it yet. And there's a few episodes out. I'm kind of waiting for like enough to come out to where I can binge a lot of them. Cause I don't know if I can handle watching that show weekly because it, it just, it, you know, after I start watching that first episode, I know I'm going to be hooked and I know I'm going to like have this like hole in my chest until the next episode, the next week comes out. So I'm, I'm waiting on that one, but, but, um, the, the 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 other show I've been wanting to mention is called Severance. Now Severance is a is an Apple TV exclusive. It has like a ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This show is pretty good. It's actually directed by Ben Stiller. Um, pretty cool, pretty interesting, right? Um, the show is about this 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 um, what do you call it? This building or this 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 company that has a department called the severed department right and um it's called lumen lumen is the name of the company and in this severed department to work there you have to um confirm and like accept and like um how would you say uh um I guess give permission to go through with the procedure that severs your memories from your work life to your home life. So whenever you go there for the first time, they 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 do the you 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 sign up, they they do all the the paperwork and everything and then they put this little chip in your brain, right? So whenever you walk through a specific part of the building, you won't remember anything that happened outside of 
of that building outside of that that life basically so you are basically being reborn um it's weird it's a weird concept so whenever you first get the, the implant done you wake up they, they wake or they wake up on this table and they're like who am i what am i where am i what is my name who like what is going on you know why am i here who are you you know they have all these questions because they have no clue what's happening because they have no past memory of any experience they've ever had they don't know their parents they don't know what vehicle they drive they they don't they don't know anything they don't know anything about themselves they don't know if they're a kind person if they're a druggie if they're if they if they're like a prisoner or something they don't they don't know anything about themselves um while they're at work and it's the vice versa for the for for them outside of work uh, whenever they're outside of work they have no clue what's happening inside that building they don't know anybody there they don't know where they go they don't know what happens you know sometimes they might like leave with a uh with a scar or something and they and they mess it and they like you know so it, 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 they don't know how they got the scar but the the company will lie to them and be like yeah you like tripped on like some sheets of paper or like like or you slipped and hit your head on a filing cabinet or something so sorry but here here's this here's compensation for your for a uh, good recovery or something i don't know um so it, it's a really neat concept of like a, a job because you're having all these actors essentially play two different people and you're it's in like if you if you if they participate in the severance procedure they are essentially creating a second version of themselves which is essentially a slave because let's say the person inside wants to quit right um they can't quit because if they feel that way there's no way to tell them on the outside that they do want to quit. So the person on the outside, they they leave their work, they come out, they just get in their car, drive home, and they just know they have to come back the next day, you know. And, and so so it's like literally like they the way it works is like it happens in the elevator. So 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 for the home the the home version of your of the person, right? They see the elevator. They they go into the elevator. The doors open or the doors close, and then they immediately open again and they're leaving. And it's the vice versa on the inside. So the doors are closing, and then they open again and they're coming back into work. So they're like leaving work, get in the elevator. The doors close. They come back in, and then they are like literally or the the, the doors open back up. And like it's the workplace again, so they never leave the the work job. Um, so that person could literally be having the worst experience of their life, but they don't know because they can't communicate it to the other person. So the other person just keeps coming back to work because they don't know they want to quit. Which it, it's this weird, it, it, weird show, and it, it it has so many like weird little plots and and side themes and like, um, um like twists and turns i think it's like a nine episode series like or for at least for season one and i don't know if there's going to be a season two or not i haven't finished it yet but um it is it, it's very good it's very cool very neat it, it is it's 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 a thriller it's it's a mind boggler it confuses me and it, it's really neat it's it's really cool so um definitely check that out if if that sounds interesting to you so uh please 
<laughs> please watch it <laughs> for your own sake. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think that's, I think that's about it. I don't know if I have much, much more to, to, to touch on. Um, I haven't really been playing much of anything else. Um, I, like I said, I have some stuff coming up that's, um, that is to be anticipated things i mentioned in the last episode if you uh if you don't know it i guess you're gonna have to go back and listen to the episode and figure it out <laughs> figure out what i'm talking about um but uh that you just have some stuff to look forward to coming up um we will we will see what's going on we will figure it all out um here soon i think i will have more for you hopefully next week i'll have some more stuff to talk about that i think would be really cool um to know and to to, to speak on and such so that's that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty neat but um before we leave i'm gonna i'm gonna go over the spot the spotify with you um so there's a band that I've been listening to for a while now, for a long time actually. I come back here every now and again. It's called Star Systems. It's a it's or it's a single guy I think, like a uh, just one dude in our a uh, yeah. Star System is is an in instrumental progressive rock fusion pro project by Scottish guitarist and producer Joseph Stevenson. Um, it started it in 2013, and he's been playing ever since. Um. It's very uh, spacey, space theme kind of progressive instrumental. Um, it's pretty cool, very neat, um, very good to play, like listen to while playing Star Citizen. Or is... excuse me, I'm sorry, forgive me. Um, to play to play like a space sim game, like Elite Dangerous, or or um, like any any sort of or star citizen or any sort of space sim or anything like that so it's it's pretty 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 neat it's pretty cool um definitely check that out um i feel like there was another band that i was listening to recently um doo -doo -doo -doo. oh there's a band called white x white x really cool um definitely check them out it's like a uh i think they're like a gent 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 style um i don't know if i've ever brought up sith ui s-i-t-h-u-a-y-e um he's an irish guitarist he here he lives in ireland um i've seen him actually his first ever headlining tour and his first ever headlining show was in florida and i was able to go out there and check it check it out it was really cool i got a, a like an autograph from him um very neat very cool also instrumental progressive metal but he has like a few interesting albums like there's one for like set course there's set course for andromeda sorry if you can hear that my cat's coming back here um he has set course for Andromeda, and he has this uh, this um, EP called Senpai, and he like he makes like anime styled instrumental metal music. And there's another one called I think it's like Senpai Two. 
um yeah senpai ep2 the noticing and he has a song on there called anime as leaders the woven weeb and that's a that's a jab at animals as leaders and their song the the woven web and um both of those songs are really good by the way and he does a really good job imitating their style and i think it's really funny and really cool and you should definitely check it out um but I think I think that's gonna be it. I think that's gonna wrap it up. I know I said I was gonna have a guest this week, but like I said, I've I've been spending a lot of time with with uh, with some people working on some some projects. So um, I think I think you're gonna have we're gonna have some guests coming up soon. So I'm not gonna promise nothing much right now because things might be subject to change. But there are hopes for the future, um, in the soon future, the, the near future, as we would say. So, so please, uh, uh, please look forward to that. But, um, right. I think, I think, I think that might be, I think that might be it. So, uh, what are you doing still standing around here? Get out of here. This is my house. I don't want you here no more. Get out of here. The doors are closing. I'm kicking you out. The lights are turning off. We are done. We are over. Why are you still here? Get out of here. You think I left, didn't you? You thought I was gone. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm waiting for you to leave. Now get out of here. Goodbye. Adios. Au revoir. Avidas in. Uh, I don't. However much. However longer it can go. Sayonara, I guess. Yeah. There we go. Goodbye.